Good morning and welcome to a Saturday morning, July the 9th episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. We're delighted that you've joined us again for another segment uh, of great Bible teaching. Uh, This morning's subject matter, uh, as you know, is Pastor Dick has a has an affinity for word studies, yeah. and sometimes uh, phraseology uh, takes a prominent place in in uh, his teaching method, and uh, he settled on a, a phraseology, a very short phrase. So come, and uh, I'm kind of interested to hear what. The, what this is uh, going to entail, I think I know, but he's always got some surprises. So, uh, Pastor Dick, so come. Yeah, so come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 why? Why would I study the word "come"? Well, because of a key verse that uh, comes to my mind uh, quite frequently. Let me uh, let me just ask you, Kurt. And our listeners, I'm tell, I'm, they'll probably be saying amen to something I'm going to start out with. Um, I imagine you and, and as I am are often loaded down at times with certain emotions. And, uh, and let me give you an example of some of the things that, that, uh, enter into my mind and kind of stay there sometimes and bother me sometimes. And, uh, and here, here's, I got, I, I got a list of things that, uh, that have troubled me from time to time and, and probably still do and probably will until the day I, uh, I'm taken up into heaven uh, because I'm saved. But, uh, this is the short list. For instance, anxiety. Does that bother you? Sometimes get anxious about something. Yeah. Anger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Grief. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, sorrow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oftentimes pain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The older you get. Yeah. And I'm talking about a mental pain also. Oh, yeah. Fear. Lust. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Animosity. Yeah, that could go with anger. Yeah, that could, right. And uh, every human being is burdened by these things at one time or another. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody can identify with everything on that list, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as I study the Bible, and I do every day, every day I'm in the Word of God. I'm It's not boasting, it's just that uh, I love it so much that I study it. And there's one word. There is one word in the Bible. If you follow it through the Bible, that you'll discover is a remedy for these things. And that word is come. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our key verse. Let's start with that. Turn to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. Yep. Oh, I love this chapter. I really do. And we'll begin reading verse 27. But 
uh, we'll key in on verse 28, Matthew chapter 11. And it says, it says um, uh, all things are delivered unto me of my father, and no man knoweth the son but the father. Neither knoweth any man the father save the son, and he to whomsoever the son will reveal him. Uh, now you say, why would he start with that word? Because the son is the key uh, person in this uh, in this podcast. Because verse 28 says, come, there's the word. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That one word, come, is the one word remedy, if you follow it through the scriptures, for all of those anxieties and angers and griefs and sorrows and etc. Jesus said it. I believe it. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Simple as that? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, but there's so much more to be said. Yeah, how do we come to Jesus? How, how in the world do we come to him? How do we come to God himself? Well, first of all, uh, it, it we'll be in the Psalms for a few minutes. Psalm chapter 95. I, oh, I love the psalmist. Psalm chapter 95. Verse 1. Says this. Oh, come. See that? Mm-hmm. Oh, come. Let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Verse 2 says, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with songs. We should come to the Lord with singing. Isn't that amazing? We have, we go to church, we have a song service. Sometimes I think people don't even know why. Well, we start the service with a song service because we're supposed to come to the Lord with singing. No one talks about singing anymore in the word of God than the psalmist David. Look at uh, Psalm chapter 89, verse 1. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. In my mouth, uh, with my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. Yeah. Psalm 100, verse 2. Psalm 100, verse 2. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. How should we come to the Lord? By singing. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. So if you come to the Lord, Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come with singing. Let's see. Let's look at this. Since we're in the Psalms, let's look at Psalm 121. Psalm 121. I will lift, well, you have verses 1 and 2. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made the heavens and the earth. And so when you go back to Matthew chapter 11, 28, and Jesus says, come unto me, 
all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That word come is the remedy for all of this other stuff. Now, we've talked about how to come to the Lord. Come to the Lord with singing. Yeah, and Psalm chapter uh, 66, verse 16 says, come in here. Come in here. And uh, and uh, Psalm 118, verse 26 says, come, into the, come in the name of the Lord. And in Psalm chapter 121, too, you come for, for help. Have, you, have, have all of these things that trouble you satisfied by coming to Jesus Christ. Come with singing. Come to hear. Come in the name of the Lord. It's all there. Yeah. But wait a minute. Um, how do we come? Well, there's only one way to come to the Lord. Turn to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11. I'll give you a chance to turn there because that's what I'm doing. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Now, these are all verses that... Uh, talk about coming to God. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says this, but with, without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's what the Bible says. Come, come in faith. Let's see. Uh, John chapter 14, verse 6. John chapter 14, verse 6. Have your, have your turning finger wet. Thomas, old doubting Thomas. Thomas saith unto the Lord, We know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So we, got, we can only come to God by and through the precious and holy Son, virgin-born Jesus Christ, who gave himself a ransom for all, who bore our sins in his own body on the tree, who became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That Jesus Christ, we have to come by him. Psalm 118, verse 26. Psalm 118, verse 26. Notice we do a lot of scripture, a lot of play, a lot of scripture reading. Psalm 118, verse 26 says, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And so, and you gotta, if so you have to come by the Lord Jesus Christ to God with faith, believing. And that's how to come to Jesus Christ. Now, there, now what do we come to Jesus Christ for? That whole list of things. But there are some other things that, that sometimes we overlook and it's because a lot of us are not wise in the scriptures and have not uh, studied in this manner. 
Um, and I suggest that uh, uh, you get a Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, the King James Bible, and follow these precious words all through the scriptures. First of all, we come to be separate. Oh, separation means sanctification. That means we're supposed to come out. Well, let, let's let's read what it says. Second Corinthians chapter six. Um, he says, Psalm, what did I say? Second Corinthians? Second Corinthians chapter six. Chapter six, verse 17 says this. Um, oh, I wish I could I could read the verses that go before this. I think I will. I think I will. Uh, verse 14. Excuse me. Yeah. It says here. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Wait a minute. What does that mean, Curtis? Um, it means you're not supposed to uh, link yourself or uh, legally uh, betroth yourself uh, or be in a business partnership with unsaved people. Don't marry an unbeliever. Don't marry an unbeliever. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it means. Uh, I know that's kind of tough, uh, but I'm just telling you what the scripture said. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion hath light with darkness. Well, these are just rhetorical questions. None, nothing. And what concord or agreement hath Christ with Belial or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel and what agreement hath the temple of God with idols for you are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. And then we come to verse 17, which is the crux of the matter. He says this, wherefore, for these reasons, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. So we need to come out to be separate. Um, let's let's look at some other ones. We uh, let's at, uh, let's look at uh, John chapter six. John chapter six. Verse 37, stay with us, stay with us. John 6, verse 37. Love the gospel of John, don't you, Curtis? I'm telling you what, this is the gospel that was written to all people. Matthew was written to the Jewish mind. Mark was written to the Roman mind. Luke was written to the Greek mind. John was written to all of us. I love this, this gospel. Look at John chapter 6, and we'll start reading with verse uh, 35. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me, you see the word come there, he, with, he that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth me, on me shall never 
thirst. Imagine that. Never hunger. Never thirst. And he's talking spiritually. Then he says in verse 36 in John chapter 6, But I have said unto you that ye also have seen me, and believe not all that the Father giveth me. <clears throat> Pardon me. And this is a key verse. I would love to teach on this forever, and I'm pretty sure I could, because there is a false doctrine out there in churches today that says this, that be careful because you could lose your salvation. Wow. And I've attended a, such a church, and I didn't attend it for very long because I didn't know that's what they believed, that if you're not, what, not, be, not being careful, you know, if you're not fully sanctified, um, you could lose your salvation. Oh, then, uh, then Jesus was a liar. Is that what you're saying to me? Because I'm going to read John 6, 37, something that Jesus said. All, that's A-L-L, -L, that's all, that's everyone, that's the whole shebang. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me, by the way, if you come to the Lord Jesus Christ by faith believing, you're saved. He said, and him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. You cannot lose your salvation. You come to Jesus for eternal security. He can, continues in verse 18, says, Where I came down from heaven, not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which has sent me, that all of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again the last day. And how did this all start out? All that the Father giveth me. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. Come to the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, I love that verse. Let's see. Let's turn to Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1. And, it's, and we'll, we'll look at uh, verse 17 in particular but uh, there's jesus and he says now as he walked by the sea of galilee he saw simon and andrew his brother casting a net into the sea for they were fishers and jesus said unto them come after me and i will make you to become fishers of men and they straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. Well, what in the world was Jesus referring to here? I'll tell you. It's simple. You have to just understand the language. I will make you. Now, this is if you come to me. I will make you to become fishers of men. That is for people who want to be and ought to be soul winners. Curtis, when I went to Bible college and you were just a young man, you were still in grade school and high school when I was 
going through Bible college, you know that that I went and you went with me oftentimes on visitation and we'd go door to door. Remember in Auburn Hills? Yes, I do. We had a bus ministry there and we went door to door, door to door and with the gospel. By the way, um, I don't know if you were there with me at the time that I got pushed off of a porch. We didn't want to hear that bleeping stuff, they said. No, you were with Tom Pearson. I was with Tom Pearson then. All right, Tom Pearson, if you're listening, I hope you remember this. Yeah, Uh, I I knocked on a door once and Tom was with me. And and the guy came to the door holding a shotgun. (laughs) We said, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold it, hold it. We're not here to cause trouble. Uh, we, we, we're we're from the church just right over the hill here. And he said, we're, oh, yeah, I know that church. So we just want to come in and tell you about Jesus. All right, come on in. Sat down in an easy chair, laid his shotgun across the, the arm of the chair. And he said, go ahead. And we preached to him, Jesus. It was my turn to do it. Tom Pearson was the, pray, was the prayer warrior and I was the teacher. And... Uh, and uh, I gave him the gospel. You know what? He got saved. He got saved. Now, why did that happen? Because I came to the Lord Jesus Christ when I was 11 years old at the old Grace Presbyterian Church in Peoria, Illinois, and got saved. And I got saved forever. As I got, as I grew in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I began to see how important it was to win souls to Jesus Christ. And I'm glad we went to that door and had the shotgun pointed in our faces because that man came to a saving knowledge, Jesus Christ. He prayed the sinner's prayer. We left, and I think we saw him in church once or twice, but I'm not sure. An extra shiny crown for that one, Bob. Wow. Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. So so here's another reason to come to Jesus Christ, to be a soul winner. Turn to Psalm. We were in Psalms uh, 118. Let's go back there. I forgot to say something to you. Sometimes, Curtis, when I'm looking at my notes... And you know how it is. You've suffered from the same thing. I fail to say everything. Psalm 118, verse 26. You fail to say everything you planned to say. (laughs) (laughs) I know it. Because the Holy Spirit whispers to me, I hate to be sure. Yeah, you forgot this one. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes after we do these things and we get together and I said, well, did I say that? Yeah, you said that, you know. So Psalm 118, verse 26 is blessed he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. And I, I failed to mention while we were in that a little, little a while ago, that this is a sacred blessing, a holy blessing by just using the word Come, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Now, 
here's some things. And this is going to sound a little selfish. And we've already, well, we've already talked about them. And I think we get this in, in the 30 minute episode, Curtis today. Okay. Um, Look at, um, look at first Corinthians chapter 11, first Corinthians chapter 11. Verse 18. First Corinthians, verse 11, verse 18 says this. But first, but first of all, when you come together in the church, by the way, we should go to church as often as we can. When we come together in the church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and I partly believe it. For there must be also heresies among you, uh, and they which are approved may be made manifest unto you. When you come together, therefore, in one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. And then he goes on to say, it's for, it's for giving service to the Lord. And this is a sound rebuke to the church of Jesus Christ. When you come together, there should be no heresies. There should be no divisions. There should be agreement. And uh, and you should uh, and you should understand that when you come to the Lord. Look at First Timothy chapter one. Excuse me, First Timothy chapter two. First Timothy chapter two. This is an epistle written to a young pastor by the Apostle Paul, and boy, there are a lot of instructions here. But this one really struck me. First Timothy, chapter two. Verse 4, I'm going to read, uh, let's see, from verse 1. I exhort, therefore, that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Really? That's right. Um, verses 2, 1 through 3 is a, is a kind of a severe condition. And, and God doesn't want you to be uh, in this severe condition. But he says this, he will have all men to be saved. And come to the knowledge of the truth, for there is one God, one mediator between God and, and, and man, and that's the man Christ Jesus who gave himself a ransom for all. Okay, look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, and I think we might close with this. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. And then he gives you a list of things that are going to happen in these last days. Perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than the lovers of God, having a form of godliness, 
but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Folks, perilous times will come. Then he goes on to say, after we read this list of ungodliness, he goes on to say, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women, laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts. And here's, here's something that just ought to scare the prunes out of you. It says here, these people are ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Have you come to the knowledge of the truth, dear believer? Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor, that weary and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Just that one word, just that one command, that one invitation, that one admonition to come unto Jesus Christ. For all of these things which we've enumerated, and especially for rest. Do it now. Thank you, God, for your love, for your mercy, for your grace, for your precious son. Thank you for this privilege to preach your word, which you've given to us. And thank you for the invitation for us to come. And we give it today to those who are listening. Please bless it. In Jesus' name, amen.